So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, Atlanta, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta podcast. I'm your host, Doc Jake Swart, and today, guys, we have a true connoisseur in terms of and renaissance uh, individual for somebody who is in the fitness world. She has a ton of years of experience. She specializes in a TRX training. I don't think I know a single trainer who knows more than her in that regards. She also dabbles in spin, high-intensity mental training boot camps, uh, strength boot camps, you name it, she's probably done it herself or helped somebody else with it. So uh, she's doing a lot for the Atlanta area, and she's continuously uh, pushing herself to do more. So without further ado, Katie, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, Jake. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited to get you on here. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I mean, man, the first time uh, I met you, uh, you came to the clinic with some uh, hip pain, I believe, some some hip pain in the front. And I was like, um, and, you know, we helped you out with that, whatever, but then, like, Later on, I found out it was through, it was months after we got done working together. I found out you had a goal of running like a hundred thousand miles in a year. Was that it? No, just a thousand. Oh, sorry. A hundred thousand would be a crazy <laughs> amount. Yeah. A thousand miles in a year to run a thousand miles in a year. And, uh, but you didn't mention any of that. And <laughs> while we were treating, that was such a personal goal of yours. And I love it. It wasn't like you're going out and pro- projecting it onto every single person. You're trying to speak into existence. You just fucking went out and did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, sometimes when you like put it out there, then people are always like checking in. I didn't necessarily want to be be, like held accountable. So it was just sort of a private thing. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Well, okay. So I kind of introduced you a little bit. What is, how did you get into the world of fitness? Um, You're obviously incredibly fit yourself. Is this always been a passion yours or what kind of uh, pushed you in this direction here? Yeah. I mean, I've always loved any activity as I grew up playing tennis and um, I played tennis all through high school. I didn't play in college, like for college, but recreationally Mm -hmm. I played in college. And um, then I picked up running and I just, I've always just loved to be active. And, but then, yeah, like me and my husband, we lived in Oregon and we were like, literally we worked jobs that were that paid the bills just so we could like ski all the time. Like any any activity (laughs) come down, like I, Love, I love it all. So not long after I had my first baby, I was like losing my mind. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt very like cooped up and like I wanted to get back in shape. And anyway, mm-hmm. so I started working out at the YMCA. And I don't know if you know anything about the YMCA, but they have like free childcare basically included in your membership. Oh, wow. I did not know that. We will babysit your kid for like two hours while you exercise. And it was like, nice my heaven. And so yeah. not long after this took place, I, uh, I got certified to teach body pump, which is like a, uh-huh. 
strength training class at, at the Y. So basically yeah. I got paid to work out and had somebody watch my kid for free. So it was a, like a win-win. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of where it kind of took off. Like I slowly started teaching, I got certified in that and I got certified in spin and then I got certified in TRX. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's been so fun. It's just so slowly yeah. evolved. Like as my kids have gotten older, I've just added classes and added gyms and worked at three different gyms in the Decatur area. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so, it's crazy. Uh, and you know, you have a very... Um, very natural ability about you to kind of infect your uh, love for and passion for movement and exercise into the people who are with who you're who, who surround who you're surrounded by and I think that's uh, very easy to see when do um, what's your favorite style do you have a favorite style that you like to train or is it just or do you really just like kind of like a, mixing up the day with a bunch of different things uh, yeah TRX is my favorite it's um mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, I just, I think I love it because it's just so accessible to everybody. It's just such a small piece of equipment. Um, I think in particular women who aren't really into like strength training and maybe wouldn't normally, they would maybe just go out and run all the time or just do spin classes all the time. Um, it's accessible to them and they feel not intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of like cater it to all different levels and think that's why I was drawn to it initially. And yeah, I've been, teaching TRX now for like 10 years. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. and it's not super complicated, but I, I really like it. It's really fun. Yeah. You know, I say that, or you say that, but I think like, um, it kind of can be, it can definitely be an, an intimidating use of gym equipment that people aren't sure what to do with. Like you can, you can guess your general stuff that you can probably think about, like maybe doing some rows and some knee tucks, but the movements can be way more complex than that. I mean, way more than I ever thought. Uh, you came in, you did a, a symposium for us and, I was blown away at everything you could do with that TRX strap. Like, um, so you say it's simple and it is, but sometimes like there's a lot of complexity with making things something very simple, but, uh, um, what, yeah. So with your general population that you work with and and you kind of brought up the idea of, of specifically like, or especially women, right. Um, that you like to work with is, do you think, why do you think that is that, uh, women would be, would benefit so much from the TRX uh, style of workout or, um, or just kind of naturally drawn to that style of working out? Um, I think that, well, at least the women that are coming to my classes and I, I'm a cardio junkie initially. Like I, I love (laughs) running. I've run a few marathons. I love half marathon. I love like you name the distance. I want to run it. But for me, I realized that like, I can't just, I just can't keep running. Right. Like just doing Mm -hmm. any too much of any one thing is going to have its repercussions. And I've learned that the hard way with stress fractures and I've come to <laughs> for my own issues. Yeah. Um, but TRX has actually kept me running. Like it's kept mm-hmm. me strong doing squats and pistol squats and suspended lunges and all these things that um, have been able to keep me running. And I think women who maybe have, like I said, are drawn towards maybe just doing cardio or they just, they yeah. enjoy that or they feel comfortable there. Yeah, they can add a strength element without feeling like they have to like pick up a heavy bar or a heavy kettlebell. Um, mm-hmm. But then I kind of like trick them into doing some pretty <laughs> hard stuff that's actually Heck like yeah. legit strength training. So I think yeah. that's kind of yeah, that's kind of where that's headed. 
Yeah, I think I think that's great. And you're right. Like you can you can crush yourself with some body weight work and uh, you could probably make people wish they were just using a barbell <laughs> or a kettlebell <laughs> or a dumbbell. Um, I, I love that. I think, um, you know, and I kind of see this, too, and it doesn't have to be women specific by any means. There's there's been plenty of men that I've worked with who are maybe just a little hesitant with getting back. Uh, maybe they have a significant back pain and they know that, um, man, every time I do a squat, my back is going to start bugging me. Uh, or my knees start to hurt the next day. Well, using something like the TRX strap is, um, or TRX suspension system, or any type of like handle-based suspension system uh, can really be um, a nice segue to build confidence, to get better, um, to get better uh, control over a movement, to have um, better stability in a certain position. Uh, I think that those TRX straps are really good at helping just not um, – you know, be a substitute of barbell training, but actually be a bridge into barbell or into uh, kettlebell or just resistance training. That's not just body weight. So, and, and it's tough to know what to do if you don't, if you have, if you're not familiar with a TRX strap, it can be pretty, pretty, um, uh, you can get bored with it really quick. If you don't know what to do, but the fact that you can go off and create like full workouts using up with that TRX strap. I've worked with a uh, number of people who've worked with you and they, uh, they don't like you too much. <laughs> It's a, it kind of makes, it's a strong love hate. It makes me nervous when you say you worked with a number of people who've worked with me. It makes me uh, like, not a I, number, not a number. You know, not, not any abnormal amount that we wouldn't see when you're training anywhere else. No, I do get excited when someone's like, "This is bothering me." I'm like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh! You gotta go yeah. see." Jimmy. <laughs> He's well, gonna fix you. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, we try to at least, or at least we'll know the person who can. Um, yeah. I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that's important though, like to, to have confidence in knowing that, you know, you can work with, do you, do you feel pretty confident when you work with, uh, when somebody comes in and they say, uh, Hey, you know, coach Katie, my, uh, my shoulder hurts or my, um, low back hurts. Is there anything that, um, that you kind of work with or key on, or do you have any idea of like what that segment should be of like, okay, this is just normal soreness or normal pain. That's kind of associated with training or, Oh no, now I need to send you off to someone. Yeah, totally. I think, you know, first of all, if they're like saying, oh, my knee hurts when I squat, I'm immediately like, okay, let's like yeah. stop doing what you're doing. I think that's, to me, I'm like, what? And I mean, I guess I can understand it because I'm a runner and sometimes something's bothering me and I go for a run anyway. So I get it. But like people who come and they're like, this is bothering me. And then they're still doing the thing that's bothering them. Um, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> My main thing is to be like, first of all, let's stop doing that. But I'll, I'll watch maybe a couple of reps and just see, is it just like a sore thing or is it a form thing that I can correct? Because if it's a form thing I can correct, like I'm all over it. But if it's yeah. something deeper, then I'm like, okay, call my friend Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's great because I, I truly do. I, I love what um, like, um, you know, I come from a coaching background and like uh, I've done a lot of like personal training when I was back in college and. I mean, truly strength coaches, PT or personal trainers uh, are, are really like first responders when it comes to people with pain. And they're going to be the ones who see people in pain more often than not. So I'm always super impressed when I, when we work with certain trainers, we work with certain coaches or instructors that um, one don't have like a total fear of like, Oh, my knee hurts. Like you said, like, okay, cool. Well, let's check out your technique a little bit. Let's see if there's any aberrant movement patterns that we need to make. Um, and then if not, let's send you off to the right person. I think that's a totally appropriate spectrum to kind of make, you know, where you know, we typically talk with coaches about how there's a spectrum of pain. 
where, uh, you know, we, as an athlete yourself, and if any, I'm sure most people on here have experienced some form of um, soreness in their life where, you know, so say you just had a really heavy track meet or you just ran cross country, had a cross country meet the next day, the, the calves are a little sore, right? Um, and maybe that lingers around and maybe your Achilles tendons are kind of sore when you first wake up or throughout the day. But then as soon as you start running and training, like they're good. And then like, you know, they get, so you repeat the process. That's what we would call an incident or that's a, that's, that's on the lower end or the left-hand side of a spectrum. If, you, if you're kind of visualizing what I'm saying. And then uh, as that kind of progresses though, that can progress either into a total injury um, where now it's like, okay, well now you have a grade two Achilles strain, or um, maybe you have like some um, like bursal inflammation across that, uh, or it's like bursitis across your Achilles um, bursa there, or calcaneal bursa, or maybe, uh, or maybe with just rest and just, and uh, having like, uh, you're talking about your knee example, if we change your mechanics, well now that puts you out of that painful position and that, and that tendon can cool off and turn more into just like a normal tendon instead of being in that instance. So being able to have the confidence to do that is super important. And I think that just comes with one years of experience, which you, which you definitely have, uh, but then two, a desire to learn. And I think this is what um, is really important for any coaches or trainers out there. And you exhibit this really well um, is, is just that your desire to learn, uh, to be curious, to ask questions. I think those are all super important. And, and you can see that in just your own career endeavors. I mean, uh, you can kind of get into it a little bit if you want to, uh, or as a deep or as shallow of it as, as you want to, but I'm super excited for you. I think it's going to be a great thing. Um, you're, you're trying to continue your education with a master's degree, correct? Yes. Yeah. I'm going back to school, hopefully, if I get in. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think you have any issues with that. So we were kind of talking about it before the show, and you said a couple of things that really stuck out to me. Um, one of them being where, you know, you like, you want to just, one, it sounds like you just want to have a full 360 um, ability to be able to help somebody from injured to performance and performance to better performance. <laughs> that whole that whole cycle of, of somebody's lifespan um, in particular, it sounds like you, um, you were talking about how like you're kind of inspired with your dad's exercise classes, correct? Yeah. 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 And, and can you explain kind of what those were again? He, he has, I don't want to mistake. I don't want to speak. Does he say he has Parkinson's? Yeah. So my dad has okay. Parkinson's and um, you know, that brain to body connection is essential for fighting off the disease. And mm -hmm. like literally the doctor sat down with my dad and was like, if you're not willing to be physically active, I mean, he's 77 years old. He was like, if you're not willing to be physical, physically active, there's only so much we can do for you. Like that's mm -hmm. how important activity is. And so I went to this, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, I went to my dad's Parkinson's boxing class and love it. These, I mean, some of these people are like completely hunched over They're you know, shaking and it's an awful, awful disease. Um, yeah. My dad's still in the pretty early stages, but, um, you know, like they're going through stations. Like it was like, a, I was, my, it was like a hit class almost, but like <laughs> with Parkinson's patients, people in their sixties to eighties and like hunched over, but they're like punching a bag. My dad even did a, like kind of a burpee. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was like, What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> anyway. So I like, I was sobbing by the end of the class, they had like this big chant and I was just, I don't know. It was just so inspiring. And so from there I was like, I would love to, I am so passionate about exercise. I love activity and I love motivating people, encouraging people. Like that is like my jam. I feel like mm -hmm. huge. I know people are like, you shouldn't have a cheerleader as a coach. I'm like, no, actually. Like I, <laughs> I, I think that's really important. Like I like trick people into thinking that they're having a good time. Like I, because I'm so <laughs> Like, that's that's totally my jam and so 
I, um, yeah, so I was super inspired and I would love to do what the people in that gym were doing, like actually help yeah. rehab people or help people with, with some sort of like ongoing lifelong disease that they, you know, anyway, so yeah, I'm going yeah. back to school. <laughs> I love it. And, and, and it's not hard to, uh, it, it takes somebody maybe about a whole three seconds to figure out that, um, you, you do enjoy like, um, bringing out the best in people, right? Uh, I mean, you have a, a smile that's infectious. And then uh, is that something that you've like, even from like a, like, were you a, a leader on your tennis team? Like, is that just like that, like being that, um, uh, that motivator, has that been something that has innately just been you your whole life? Or has that been something that you've kind of worked on? I tough think, question. Yeah, it is a tough question. I, um, <laughs> I come from, I'm a baby of, I'm the youngest of five kids. I think that has been poured into me more than anything. I think people have always been my biggest, I've always felt like people were my biggest fans. Um, so maybe that's me just kind of reflecting that back out to the world. I don't know. I've always, but I've always, I've, my friends growing up would always be like, calm down, Katie. I've just always been sort of like spaz, <laughs> a spaz ball. So yeah, I don't know. I've got energy that has to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And that's great because, you know, like a lot of times the life can beat you up or the world can beat you up, you know? Um, and a lot of times it's tough because the world's constantly like pulling more and more out of you and asking more and more out of you, whether that's, you know, work responsibilities, family responsibilities, else, uh, you know, other life responsibilities, you, you know, um, you know, taking your dad to a Parkinson's class. Uh, so to have that person or that resource that can give that can pour into you, you know, and kind of fill your cup back up is so important. Um, yeah, rather that somebody recovering from a park or not recovering, but uh, working with Parkinson's um, or Parkinsonisms, or if that's for somebody that is just, you know, trying to stay fit or trying to stay as, as a, keep their energy levels up to be a better parent when they get home, you know, uh, after work, I, I think uh, there's nothing wrong with, I hear you, you know, everyone's like, you need a coach, not a cheerleader to a degree, right? Like, I mean, I get what the point is. Like, you're not, can't, you just can't say like raw, raw to everybody and like hope that they train right. Um, but also you're there to fill that person's cup up too, you know, um, you're, and you're there and you're giving yourself to that person. And there's nothing wrong with that from a coaching perspective either. Um, do you, so where do you see yourself kind of going with this new career endeavor or this new education endeavor, I should say? You know, it's kind of a big unknown, which is super scary. Yeah. Like, I think that's what's, I mean, I'm turning 40 this year. Yeah. <laughs> Never guess that. Yeah. And I'm going back to school. Like, I just, I don't know. It seems like, <laughs> but I feel so right. Like, I don't know. I just feel, and so, uh -huh. I, yeah, I don't know. I see myself like, I don't know, working at the Shepherd Center or working with, uh, I don't know, with you. Would you, would you like to hire me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hire you up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but uh yeah i don't know i don't know i feel like the world's my oyster as far as like moving forward um you know Which being a trainer is a bit of a hustle you know there's like there's a level of like having to find and keep clients and clients uh, unfortunately come and go you know they're, they mm -hmm. they want a personal trainer but it's not something that they can always you know uh afford for the long term or they get injured again. Value in. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, it feels like I'll feel, I'll feel over, over the, over time, it's like, I'll feel like I'm doing well and then I'll lose a couple of clients or, you know, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll lose a couple of classes or, you know, and with COVID it was just sort of, 
so it's if it, i think i'm looking forward to like having like an actual job <laughs> yeah a little bit of a schedule right yes yes uh, i yeah. think you're spot on there's a totally underappreciated unless you're in the world of fitness then you know exactly what katie's talking about like the grind of being a pt it's not just like uh you know it, it's equivalent to um so my wife is in tech um and you know the last thing she probably wants to do when she gets off work is be on her computer more or help me out with something on my computer, you know, and you have to really love fitness because there's a difference between like enjoying fitness and like wanting yourself to be healthy and then trying to get other people to be healthy <laughs> or trying to be a trainer for somebody else. Because now you're focusing all day long on fitness and other people's problems. And then you got to turn on and, and do and do your own fitness <laughs> or do your own uh, training yeah. and then uh, turn on and do it all again. And a lot of times it's long hours. It's, reverse work hours, you know, so you have this kind of weird schedule where you're up at like the butt crack of dawn, you know, and then uh, you get this weird gap in your day and then you're at it again till later at night. Um, yeah. And then you're right. It is a grind of uh, you got a lot of times it's you bringing in your own clients or um, having your own caseload, so to speak. And um, when one falls off, you got to fill it right back up. So uh, yeah, I can absolutely. And, and, and people don't appreciate that unless you're in the, unless you're in the industry. So um, I think that that's totally fair to want to have a little bit more of um, stability, I guess is the right word to say, and or just more different challenges, right? Like, um, I, I love the fact that you're like, fuck, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know what's going on. Or I don't, I don't know what the future holds. But uh, I know I'm progressing. And I know I'm, I'm going to be smarter. And I'm going to be more capable than where I am right now. Uh, so and that's I think we were talking about this before, uh, before we start recording, I think that that's the there's a, there's a huge issue in, in particular in the healthcare community. And we all kind of understand that a little bit right now because of COVID and everything, but there's a huge issue with burnout in healthcare. And um, early on in my career, I thought that that was a healthcare issue. I was like, man, we've got, there's, there's so many things wrong, whether you want to look at insurance, which is why we don't accept insurance. or you want to look at uh, volume or do you want to look at, you know, like the whole idea of continuously seeing patients all day, every day, um, and it's, and that's not it. It's, or it's not a, it's not a healthcare dependent problem is what I'm starting to really fully understand. It's, it's really the lack of progression. It's a lack of learning. Uh, if, if you ever want to feel stagnant, just stop learning and you'll, uh, and you'll get there real quick. And, um, and that's and what a lot of people don't understand. Even it doesn't have to be anything absurd, right? Like, it's not like you, um, people don't have to take out such a big bite like you have, where it's like, I'm going back to school and I'm going to get my master's, you know, um, it can be something as like, I'm going to learn how to uh, golf or play an instrument or something. Uh, it can be something as simple as just that to kind of break the mundane and, and make you feel like you can gain some, pro some progress and whatever it is you're pursuing. Um, so regardless on you knowing what the outcome is one, I think it's, I think the scary part is a fun part, right? Um, but I think, uh, I think that too, I think it's great from just a personal development standpoint too. No, totally. I think, and I had a conversation with my brother in January and he was like, what's the worst that can happen? And I was like, uh, I fail. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't even like pass my classes. And he was like, okay, well you've learned something like, yeah. And he's like, and guess what? People are still going to like you. Like it, it mm -hmm. doesn't, and it was sort of just like, yeah, you're right. Like no matter, like I just, yeah, it, it feels scary. Like, but I think this, yeah, like you said, the scary part, this is, this is the important part. It's important to and I've, mm -hmm. I have felt stagnant for a while. So thank sure. you, 2020 and COVID for pushing, pushing this little baby out of the nest. <laughs> like, yeah. 
you know, and, and sometimes you just need that. You need like a little bit of a break in the routine to, to be able to take a step back and be like, okay, where can I go? Where can I improve on? Like, is this, is this what I'm okay with? I think that's been a really interesting process or a really interesting uh, um, result of COVID. It's given people an opportunity to breathe for a minute and say like, instead of, and, and cause life stopped for, for, especially those for a couple months there. Right. Yeah. And you really had the opportunity to be like, okay, uh, you're not, you're not getting pushed around by the world anymore to a degree. So you had, you had a little bit more opportunities to think like, okay, what route do I want to go? What's the most important? Uh, what values do I have? What do I want to learn? What do I want to get better at? What do I want to let go of? And, um, and it sounds like you're doing just that. And it's, and it's super cool because here's what's going to happen. Like worst case scenario. Sure. I guess you could fail and, uh, you know, get kicked out of the program, the likelihood of that happening is next to none. The more likely situation that's going to happen is you're going to get your master's program or you're going to get your master's degree. You're going to become a, a much more um, capable human being, just armed with a little bit more knowledge. And uh, you're going to be able to help serve a lot more people and you're going to impact more people in, in a multitude of different ways versus just helping them with their fitness journeys. So um, I yeah. think that's, a, I think that's a better way to look at it because that's a much more likelihood of a scenario to happen. Well, and also, and if anybody listening to this takes my classes, I'll still teach a couple. I, I, won't, yeah. leave all, <laughs> I won't leave you all together. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear my, my clients right now. Like, wait, what? She's bettering yeah. herself. She's leaving us. <laughs> She's going to leave. No, just, you know, doing other things too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, on that note, if somebody wanted to uh, say somebody really appreciated what you're doing and, and if you're listening, you absolutely should, or they're interested in learning more about TRX or they want to know what your spin classes look like, or um, they are looking for that coach who can help motivate them too. What would be a great way for somebody to get a hold of you? Um, well, call me at, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I were uh, mostly right now working out of pace 23 uh, indoor mm -hmm. cycling and TRX. Um, it's on new street indicator. So I think that would be the best place to find me. I'm teaching a couple outdoor hit boot camp classes there right now. Cool. And also virtual I'm on their virtual platform too. So if people aren't yeah. comfortable, yeah, we're, we haven't really done this, the indoor cycling thing yet. That we're makes still, sense. Yeah. We're still, but makes but total yeah. sense. That's awesome. So, okay. So pace 23, reach out to them y'all. Um, I believe the website, let me look it up for you in case anybody's I don't know, writing something down or wants to, um, Sorry, wants to get a better idea. Armed with. Yeah, no, you're good. It's pace 23.com. Super easy. I figured that was what it was, but I just wanted to make sure. So pace 23.com, um, look up Katie Thompson, everybody. Um, she's a stud at what she does. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed and you're going to have a great time in any of her classes that she coaches. So, Katie, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jake. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.